0: Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom, the podcaster taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 25 is entitled Man Made Law and Liberty. No free society can rise above the collective moral behavior of the majority of its citizens. In a dictatorship, when the majority defy the state, It is in the power of the tyrant to order his forces to execute the law and impose a punishment on the lot. Only civil war can overthrow a tyrant. In a democratic republic, however, it is in the power of the people to change the laws. Therefore, in a democracy, when the majority choose evil, the laws will change to accommodate their desires. It is peculiar to freedom that freedom is not based on permissiveness. That is mere licentiousness, and licentiousness is such that though one is free to sin, he is not free from the consequences of sin. Through liberty one may drink to excess, but he cannot avoid the consequences of drunkenness. In the same way, if a society is free to lie, to cheat, to steal, to defraud, to commit adultery, to murder, to gamble, to sell drugs, to make alcohol, to promote prostitution, etc., Though members of society may be free to commit heinous acts against their neighbor, society is not free from the consequences which will inevitably result, such as fear, civil unrest, riot, vigilantism, collusion, lawlessness, chaos, murder, rape, robbery, tribalism, insurrections, revenge, etc. Therein lies the dilemma of democracy. Excessive freedom always leads to captivity and that is what is happening in America today. The voice of the people wanted alcohol, so we lifted prohibition. The voice of the people wanted gambling, so we lifted the laws against gambling. The voice of the people wanted marijuana, so many states lifted the laws against marijuana. The voice of the people wanted abortion, so we lifted the laws against abortion. The voice of the people wanted to remove Christianity from our land, therefore prayers, crosses, some Christmas celebrations, Bibles, and other icons and ceremonies became prohibited in schools, government property, and so forth. One by one, the old virtues are falling to the will of the people. The Ten Commandments are being removed from our courthouses and from our laws, and in many cases from our lives. The Christian virtues are being replaced with political correctness. The values that have protected this nation for over 200 years are being replaced with the values of the New World Order. In society, we must obey three sets of laws. Temporal laws, spiritual laws, and man-made laws. Liberty requires a perfect balance between freedom and agency. That creates a paradox. On the one hand, unlimited freedom unchecked by absolute values will ultimately consume itself. On the other hand, liberty cannot exist where man-made laws govern everything. A simple truth is this. All laws of God increase freedom. All laws of man restrict freedom. Judge for yourself by examining the consequences. Imagine living in a world where everyone obeyed the laws of God. You would never have anything to fear. The laws of man are arbitrary and proliferate, generally after a crime has been committed. Man-made laws are unevenly distributed. A free government or a government that wants to guarantee liberty, though it must guarantee the safety of its citizens, must not only align itself with the temporal laws of nature, But it must also have the wisdom of discerning between good and evil. It must allow freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of the press, freedom of thought, freedom of expression, freedom of belief, and the freedom to preach, teach, and practice one's own principles. The majority must be allowed to rule what behavior is acceptable and what is unacceptable. But those decisions must be based on tolerance. Once upon a time in America, the Holy Bible determined the difference between absolute good and absolute evil. The laws of our nation were founded on the principles of the Bible. Christianity produced the standards of judgment by which both laws and individuals measured behavior. Adultery, fornication, same-sex unions, prostitution, gambling, abortion, pornography, public nudity, swearing, obscenities, vulgarity, indecent exposure, and even some Sabbath observances were governed by law. TV, movies, and magazines were censored. Those issues are no longer even addressed. In the early days of TV, married couples had twin beds separated by reading lamps. Today, in most movies, the big screen or TV, sex is assumed and often explicitly shown, honeymoons precede marriage. Gambling, once illegal, now funds education. Prisoners, including murderers, are released en masse by arbitrary judgment, ignoring rule of law. Crimes, including robbery, theft, vandalizing, and even burning businesses, are winked at. In California, theft of less than $1,000 is ignored and goes unpunished. You cannot wear fur, but you can defecate in the streets, sell drugs openly, use drugs without fear of reprisal, steal openly without fear of law, and live off welfare without any accountability, even if you aren't a citizen. Vagrants, homeless, gangs, and drugs are ruling the streets. Even sanitary laws cannot be enforced. The police are being defunded criminals are released without punishment and our streets are growing increasingly unsafe all in the name of freedom if we ask why this is promoted by the far left we can only arrive at one conclusion the purpose is to destroy our democratic republic and from its ashes build a new world order one governed by socialism the left is governed by two complementary philosophies one the ends justify the means two Do not let a good crisis go to waste. The reason they are destroying our constabulary, destroying our borders, destroying law and order, destroying our economy, destroying self-reliance, destroying the voting process, socializing medicine, micromanaging our lives, destroying our sovereignty, divorcing us from Christianity and the virtues of the Bible, removing religion from our land, disrupting the balance of power, flooding our nation with illegal immigrants, creating tribalism inflaming racism dividing one group against another corrupting our laws encouraging theft vandalism and riots applauding insurrections inflaming hatred particularly against whites closing our pipelines making us dependent upon foreign governments breaking down our penal systems destroying small business demonizing the police bribing people not to work encouraging lawbreakers Feeding hatred, and generally creating chaos, discontent, uncertainty, and fear. The reason for all of this is simply to destroy our democratic republic so that a few will have perpetual power. Some want socialism, some want a new world order, and some want a one world government. But all want to destroy democracy, destroy the balance of power, and destroy the rights of the people. To do that, they must destroy Christianity, destroy the balance of power, destroy our Constitution, destroy our Bill of Rights, destroy fundamental principles taught in our Declaration of Independence, as stated in the following. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. They not only want to remove God from government, they want to remove the idea of God altogether. Christianity is the biggest barrier to a new world order. It is not that they are ignorant of virtues, it is that they know that the absolute lack of virtue is the strongest weapon against our democratic republic. The ends justify the means. They know instinctively that a republic cannot exist where licentiousness is universal. Therefore, they are promoting a universal breakdown of absolute morality even denying its existence and replacing it with political correctness. You don't judge facts by opinions. You judge facts by consequences. And the consequences of a moral breakdown of society is the breakdown of law and order. When law and order breaks down, they have an excuse to create a new government. That is the second principle. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And if a crisis does not exist, then create one. Simply examine the recent past. The violation of law always leads to a crisis. Therefore, they encourage the violation of law and then use the manufactured crisis to advance their own power and agenda. It is of historical significance that our present president became elected to the highest office in the land, if not the world, by wearing a mask and hiding in his basement while blaming his opponent for causing the COVID crisis. Because of a complicit press, it worked. After being safely elected, he emerged from his basement. COVID is serious. It must be treated seriously. My wife and I and some of our children and their families contracted COVID. My centenarian mother-in-law contracted COVID. We were all very fortunate, but we must all deal with truth and not allow others to advance their own agenda from a manufactured crisis camouflaged by the dark shadow of a real crisis. We must take a firm stand against all manufactured crises. We cannot compromise. We must stand for our Constitution and Bill of Rights. We must hold everyone, regardless of self-identity, equal under the law. There can be no special privileges, no minorities, no entitlements, no compromises. Justice must remain blind. Self-reliance sets our republic apart. A democratic republic cannot continue if the following behaviors are tolerated. Allowing our country to become a welfare state. Discouraging self-reliance. Allowing licentiousness to dominate. Mocking virtue ignoring the Ten Commandments, disallowing freedom of religion, not allowing freedom of speech, controlling the press, encouraging tribalism, not enforcing equal laws. Government rather than God creates equality. No censorship. No absolute laws recognized. No imbalance of power. No strong police force. No standing army. Integrity is not required of government officials. Not holding everyone accountable to the same laws. Allowing unequal laws not governed by the Constitution and Bill of Rights, tolerating totalitarianism, which includes socialism, fascism, Marxism, communism, or any other ism that seeks absolute power. Free elections are not secured from fraud or intimidation or deception. Politicians are allowed to use taxes to bribe for votes. Politicians are exempt from laws. A democratic republic can only continue where the following exists. The people are self-reliant. The majority are virtuous. There is freedom of religion, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, a strong police force, a strong army, where God, not man, creates equality, and laws of God are believed to be absolute. There is a balance of power. All are created equally under the law. A strong constitution and bill of rights is enforced. Elections are secured. A majority of the people want to be free. There is financial solvency in government. Laws are just and humane life is held sacred. Self-government not only applies to Washington, it applies also to us as citizens. We must work hard to become self-reliant and avoid becoming dependent upon those who wish to bribe us through special entitlements. Citizens seeking entitlements compromising their values with officials seeking power is death to democracy. Citizens must also have a sound knowledge of moral absolutes. We know that certain social, moral, or spiritual laws are necessary for society to survive. Lying, cheating, stealing, rape, robbery, murder, and sexual promiscuity have enormous social and political implications. Without collective wisdom taught by history, where the majority of the people desire good, democracy cannot survive. If the majority of the people desire licentiousness, then democracy is already dead in the water, belly up like a rancid fish. Either the police force must increase or society must be at the mercy of the consequences of others' bad behavior. If the majority of people become corrupted, then all man-made laws will become corrupted and will reward sin and punish virtue. Freedom will fall and liberty will be destroyed. In our promiscuous society, the basic principles of freedom are already becoming lost. Government can be divided into two types. Number one, Republican form of government. And number two, totalitarian form of government. All other governments lie somewhere in between. We are either moving toward republicanism or toward totalitarianism, toward liberty or toward captivity, toward freedom or toward slavery. A republic, a government ruled by the majority and bound by a strong constitution on which our American government is based, allows free enterprise, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, self-reliance and equal rights. It is founded on the principles that all men are created equal by God and all are treated equal by law. A totalitarian government, a government ruled by the few, includes socialism, communism, Marxism, Nazism, fascism, kings, czars, theocracy, etc. A totalitarian state controls business, religion, speech, worship, thought, opinions, actions, health care, conscience, and so on. Any movement to the left is a movement toward totalitarianism. It escapes modern progressives that socialism is a form of totalitarianism. The very definition of a totalitarian state is when power is taken from the many and placed in the hands of a few. A few can be one or more. A true republic represents the voice of the people. When opinion is based on authority rather than on the will of the people or on experience, common sense, historical evidence, or sound science, then opinions turn to tyranny as evidenced by political correctness. Good intentions are often the worst kind of tyranny, for opinions quickly turn into corrupt and unequal laws enforced by a few in power. No republic can sustain itself without a strong balance of power. The minute power becomes imbalanced, regardless of the language used, it moves toward becoming a totalitarian state. Liberty depends upon the absolute laws of God voluntarily obeyed by the majority of its citizens, otherwise it will quickly deteriorate into a totalitarian state. Writers such as Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington, and Harriet Jacobs gave me profound insight into what it was like living under black slavery. Writers such as Eli Wiesel and Victor E. Frankel gave me despairing insight into what it was like living in a Nazi concentration camp. Writers such as Sheslaw Milo and Alexander Solzhenitsyn gave me insight into what it was like living under communist rule. Those authors wrote from personal experience. George Santayana said, those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. We must quit imitating the ostrich and get our head out of the sound. We must stand tall now while we have the majority and assert our rights, or later we will be compelled to fall on our hands and knees as beggars. Before the tyranny of benevolent tyrants. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at ronaldmesser.com.